where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. EJ Radica of NHL Network, kind enough to join us for a few minutes. EJ, good to have you with us. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing very well. How are you today? Everything's good here in St. Louis. Our team that is still alive, the Blues, are off to a good start. What have your impressions been so far? Well, my first impression is it's been, you're right, it's been a weird schedule for them, right? I mean, they've only played the three games. They had, uh, you know, I think when they rolled into Seattle for their second game of the season, I think some teams had played as many as five games. Already, so the Blues' uh, schedule was a little bit uh, light to start the season, but they've taken care of business of what's in front of them. I mean, the thing I think the thing that stood out the most, Randy, is that Jordan Bennington has been lights out good. The good news is he's been really good. The bad news is maybe that he's had to be that good. So I mean, you know, against they could have easily lost to Seattle if it hadn't been for for Bennington. So uh, you know, it's a good start. They're winning games, and uh, the schedule obviously will pick up moving forward. Hey, EJ, uh, a lot of talk about Jordan Kyrou. He got the big contract extension in the offseason. Uh, he led the team in time on ice uh, Saturday. What does that mean when you're a young player, how, getting that much time on the ice? Is, is he is he starting to come into his own and, and be able to play both ends of the, uh, the hockey rink? Well, they're, they're looking for him to do that, and they're looking for him to be uh, an explosive offensive player and someone that is going to drive offensive minutes and offensive chances and uh, – you know, he had a terrific season last year. A little dip, I guess, somewhere in uh, February, March, from what I can remember. But it was a terrific season to start. And uh, they see, you know, anytime you sign a guy to a deal like that, you're you're looking at him and you're saying, hey, he's a part of our core moving forward. So uh, we'll see how things go this year. I mean, that's the hard part. I mean, you would know. You play professional sports. It's hard to be a professional day after day after day. I mean, you could. it's one thing to go out and have – some really good months and put together like a, a pretty good season, but can you do it again? And then can you do it night after night after night after night and play through in, in different injury situations? And and so that'll be the key for Jordan Cairo is to kind of continue to learn how to be a professional, continue to to be someone that contributes on a night to night basis for them, and and kind of live up to you know you hate to say to live up to, but to be the, the productive player that they figure he will be and that's why they gave him the contract they gave him and luckily for him he's got a lot of good pros around him starting with ryan o'reilly so that will help him i think as he continues to develop into the player that they uh, hope he's going to become in the end ej raddick of nhl network with us on 101 espn and ej when we saw nick letty with the blackhawks earlier in his career he wasn't getting a ton of time uh, obviously they had keith and seabrook and yalmerson who uh, q always used to give all kinds of minutes to and letty was a, a, a nice player but he wasn't a key player on that team and we didn't get a chance to see a lot of him in the east with the islanders but man he's come in here and i don't know how much you've watched him but he's like the perfect complement for colton pareko because Everything just seems to be smooth and under control with Nick Letty. 
Well, he's a great skater, right? He's always been a great skater going back to when he came into the league as a very young guy with the Blackhawks. And, uh, you know, he went to the Islanders, and he uh, really become an important piece of the puzzle. I mean, you know, remember, Nick Letty was part of an Islanders team that went to, you know, the semifinals, I believe, in in back-to-back years, right? I mean, last year was his first year in, in Detroit, and then he moved on to St. Louis. So, you know, he has developed into a terrific player, but he's a, he's been a great skater. That's been his calling card, and I think you combine that with the experience of of all the games over time, big game experience. I don't think a lot of things, like you say, they don't rattle. He's not a guy that gets rattled a lot. You put him alongside Pareko, I mean, you're right. It seems like a, a really good combination. It's one of those pairs that you think would make sense because, you know, Pareko is a big, strong, right-shot guy, and, you know, he can handle a lot of the, the things that go on on his side of the ice, and then it frees up Nick Letty to be able to use that skating ability to make things happen, uh, moving the puck out of the zone and getting the Blues up into the, uh, you know, into the attack. Hey, EJ, you talked about Bennington being so good uh, early this season. Um, Barubi talked about not turning the puck over as much. What else are you seeing from them that they need to do defensively to make sure that they can help Jordan Bennington out a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, that, that's really a great a great point. I'm sure the coach looks at that. He sees the same thing, you know, that I see watching is that, you know, you just don't want to be in a position where, you know, Jordan Bennington is, is saving your bacon, uh, you know, too many nights. You know, there's going to be nights that's going to happen. You're going to need them. But I think there's other nights you want to you want to tighten it up. You want to make it hard for teams to to come to the neutral zone. You don't want them to have long, prolonged stays in the offensive zone and create that offensive zone time. So I think those are the things that Coach Berube is talking about. Really, it's just you know not letting teams attack off the rush as much, not letting teams have uh, considerable offensive zone time, move the puck, play straight line hockey, move the puck out of the zone quick. And get playing on the other end of the ice, but uh, you know, but the good, like I say, the good news is, Bennington has been really good. And last year, as, as you guys know, I mean, it was a little bit of a struggle for him. He lost that net for a good while. He was able to get it back at the end of the season, and unfortunately, got hurt in the series against Colorado. But uh, so far, so good. And we'll see how things uh, continue for him because it will be a little bit of a different season. They are going to rely on him more because uh, you know, with with Grice there. As a number two, he's more of a number two. Billy Husso was a young guy that was on the, the upswing and had a great year last year. Now he's off to Detroit. It's a little bit different with a guy like uh, Grice, who is someone that's more of a, a career backup at this stage. EJ, in terms of Detroit, they haven't lost in regulation yet. And I, I looked down the league, and it looks pretty standard so far. But Detroit, under Eiserman, we all figured they were going to bounce back, right? How close are they, and are they one of your early pre- pleasant surprises? No, I think they have to be. I mean, uh, I think that at Magic Division is, is really an interesting place because in the East in general last year was the eight playoff teams and then the other eight basically, and uh, there was a lot of rebuilding teams in the other eight and struggling teams in the other eight. And now this year, you look at the start of the season, and, and particularly in the Atlantic, with those four teams that missed, Detroit, Buffalo, Ottawa, Montreal, they've all, they're all better this year. They're all uh, more competitive right out of the gate. Uh, Buffalo went up to Alberta and swept through Alberta, knocked off Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver. So you really got to... You're really going to love what they're doing so far. Ottawa has got back on their home ice, and they've had some good performances. They don't have a test tonight. They play Dallas Stars. Uh, Montreal has been much more competitive. So at the end of the day, 
you know, when I when I think about Detroit, they're in the same boat. I mean, they're a team that's rebuilding. Eichmann made a lot of moves in the offseason. He felt like it was time to really add to the uh, to that young group of players they've they've put together now. And uh, they added a guy like David Perron from St. Louis. You know about you know you guys know about that guy. He's been in that of St. Louis. I and I still figure he'll be back for another stint <laughs> at some point. But uh, you know, like they've added veterans like that that really helped their team. They've added Huso and Goal to go with Nedeljkovic. So yeah, the Detroit Red Wings I think are going to be interesting this year, just like the Sabres, just like the Senators, to a lesser extent the Canadians, the Devils. I think are off to a good start. Torrello's got the Flyers playing well. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the Eastern Conference last year, eight, the eight playoff teams all had 100 points. I think that will not be the case this year. I think it will be too hard. The comp level of competition will be diff- more difficult this year, and I think it will be because of teams like the Red Wings who are, who are way better. E.J. Raddick, we always love your work on NHL Network. We always appreciate your time taking it with us, and thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. All right, you got it. Have a great day, guys. You too. See you later. That's E.J. Raddick, NHL Network on 101 ESPN.